Be still and know that God is here. Be still and know that God is here. Be still and know that God is here. In the name of the Creator, Redeemer, and Sustainer. Amen. A Resurrection Love Story Once upon a time, there was a very good shepherd. He lived in a place far away and long ago with his flock of sheep. It was a very large flock, and other shepherds admired him because of the care, protection, and attention he paid to his vocation. He was so good, in fact, he was willing to lay down his life for his sheep. He always put his sheep first and did what was needed to be done to make sure they had all that they needed. Now, you may not know this about sheep, but the truth is they truly need four requirements met before they are able to lay down and go to sleep each night. First, sheep are timid animals by nature and therefore will not be able to fall asleep unless they are free of all fear. Second, sheep simply cannot, cannot lie down, let alone sleep, unless they are also free from any kind of friction with others in their flock. Third, if sheep are plagued by flies or parasites or other insects, again, they will refuse to lie down and will not allow themselves to relax enough to go to sleep. And finally, sheep will not lie down and go to sleep as long as they are hungry. So every day, day after day, year after year, this shepherd cared for his sheep, watching them, listening to them, learning which ones needed special attention and which ones were more self-reliant. It may sound silly, but as the years went by, he grew to really love them, sitting with them as the old ones died and watching each little newborn lamb come into the world. He even started to sing to them every morning and every night, and they grew to know the sound of his voice and the familiar melodies they heard day after day. The bond between them was so strong, it felt as if he belonged to them and they to him in the deepest sense of the word, not as an objectively owning property, but truly belonging to each other in the way that only love can foster. And through that sense of belonging, he found a deep peace and sense of purpose for his life. And while he was never quite sure what his sheep thought of him, it was clear that his presence and the very sound of his voice drew them to him and allowed him to care for them in the way that they needed. But there came a time when the sheep started to worry about their future. They began to worry what would become of them if their shepherd, the one who had always been there to protect them, the one who knew them by name and called to them whenever there was imminent danger, the one who always made sure there was food to eat and a clean source of water to quench their thirst, what if one day he went away and they were left alone? It didn't take them long to work themselves up into quite a state as they started thinking about the implications of that possibility. 
what would they do? And with everything you now know about what a shepherd does for his sheep, you can easily imagine how real their fear was at the thought of losing their shepherd. Without their shepherd, their most basic needs would not be met. How would they eat? How would they find clean water? How would they ever quiet themselves enough to sleep at night? It was the shepherd that helped them do everything they needed to do to manage their fear, their tension, their aggravations, and their hunger. The shepherd was the only one that could alleviate these issues and protect and care for them in the ways that they needed most. These sheep belonged to their shepherd just as much as he belonged to them. This bond between them was not just something they had become familiar with and helpful, but it was actually a necessity, a necessary lifeline to their well-being and their ultimate survival. Well, eventually that day did come. The day came when the life of the shepherd was nearing an end. And on the night before he died, the shepherd and his sheep had one last meal together. Then he spent that last night making sure that his beloved sheep had everything they needed for a good night's sleep. He spoke quietly to each one of them so that they would not be afraid. He made sure in the way that only a shepherd can that there weren't any conflicts or tensions among the flock. He actually had to separate a few of them that were not getting along, and he knew just what to do. <clears throat> he swatted away a few flies that had been hovering around that night, and he moved the sheep into the greenest pasture he could find for them. And just to be sure, even though they had had a good supper together, he offered them some food and clean water one more time. Each action was done with care and tenderness and the kind of love that they had come to know and rely on from their master. And then, with no tensions or worries or flies, each one of them fell fast asleep. And as they slept, the most amazing thing happened. They all had the very same dream at the very same time. It was actually a terrible dream, kind of a nightmare, truth be told, and something that they had been worried about. In the dream, wolves with clubs and torches came out of the woods, led their shepherd away, and tore him to shreds on a hillside outside of town. All alone, they huddled for safety, unable to think, unable to move, and they stayed that way for three whole days, wondering if they would starve to death before the wolves came back to finish the job. But then, then on the third day, they heard a familiar song, far away at first, and then coming closer, drawing nearer, that woke them up from their sleep, and they stood once again in the presence of their good shepherd. Everything was the same again, but everything had also changed. Looking around at each other, they saw what had happened. They had fallen asleep as sheep, but they had woken up, each of them, as shepherds. As they slept, every one of them 
had been changed into the image of their master. And as they stood there staring at one another, the shepherd handed each one of them a beautiful wooden shepherd's crook, just like his. Then he actually taught them how to sing the songs that he used to sing to them. And he told them that now it was time for them to go out, sing the songs that he had taught and gathered their own flocks. Do for them as I did for you, he said. And then he sang their favorite song to them as they set out to do just that. to the 